0: Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high, noble character as detailed in Scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash yat Radio.
1: God bless you, and good evening, and welcome to the show. I greet you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit. I'm Pastor Rod Williams, Breaking Chains, YET Radio. It's now time to turn it over to the P31 Ladies. It's P31 Ladies Night, right here on YET Radio. I'm muting my mic. God bless y'all.
2: Good evening, and welcome to the P31 Ladies Night. Tonight, we will talk about finding fulfillment in God. But before we start this show, may we come to the throne and pray. Reverend Williams, will you lead us out in prayer, please?
1: Yes. Let us humble ourselves as we go before the throne of God. Gracious and merciful Father, we come in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, Lord God. As we're led the Holy Spirit tonight, Lord God, we open ourselves, Lord God, bow down and give you all the honor, glory, and praise. Father God, we ask for forgiveness of our sins and our unrighteousness, Lord God. Father God, right now we ask that you open up our hearts and our minds tonight, Lord God, and be used of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Father God, to talk to your people, Father God, to talk to each other, Father God, and listen to what the ladies have of their hearts and their minds, Father God, and be used of you tonight, Lord God. Cover them and bless them and their families, Lord God. Bless this ministry, Father God. Bless all of your children, Father God, all of your saints out there doing your work in the vineyard, Lord God. Father God, we honor you. Glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Clap your hands, everybody. Come on. if God's been faithful then sing along with us everybody
3: be faithful faithful faithful, 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 is, faithful our is our God come on all over the world hey faithful, faithful faithful, 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 is, faithful our is our God come on stay faithful. Faithful, faithful 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 is our God, is our God. Yes, he is. come on stay faithful, faithful. Faithful. Faithful, faithful, is faithful is our God. I'm reaping the harvest. harvest That's what the Take devil stole from, from me. I and rejoice I today. rejoice today. But I shall recover, shall recover it all. Yes, I rejoice and today.
1: Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org.
2: Thanks, big you, brother. That was Andre Williams at tightspots.org Tonight's show is being sponsored by the Williams Group and JRE Enterprises. Okay, you know what we do. So sit back and relax while we break chains. With Breaking Chains Ministry On YAT Radio I'm your host Sonia Roberts Tonight we're talking about Finding fulfillment in God Fulfillment Must be one of life's Choice gifts Fulfillment is sweet to the soul Have you become a victim Of routine Are you beginning To think demoralizing Thoughts like ah What's the use And it isn't worth the effort. Are you starting to sigh rather than smile? True fulfillment comes from knowing God. We all have the basic need to be fulfilled. And this is what I want us to focus our attention on tonight. We are fulfilled in life today. As we look around our world, we see many unfulfilled people. Are you one of those people? Do you feel that something is missing in your life? You must feel incomplete. You may have a longing in your life that you may not be able to satisfy. As we look at people, we see those who seem to be unhappy. They always seem to be walking a tightrope. They are high-strung, nipping at any little thing you do or say. Any little inconvenience in their life sets them off. They get mad of the minor things, but the real problems almost always lie much deeper. We all need to feel fulfilled, but how do we arrive at this point in our lives? What would it take to make life have purpose and meaning for you? You know that people seek fulfillment about situations, and events in their life, when in actuality, this has very little to do with it. They seem to think that they can only arrive at a certain place or achieve a certain goal in their life. Then, they will be happy. Many people say, if I can get this job and make this amount of money, I will truly be satisfied. For one, I know I've said that before. Or they may equate fulfillment with, with relationships. You will sometimes hear people say, If I can just meet Mr. or Miss Wright, then I know I will feel better about myself. Wow, that's the wrong thing to say. Being fulfilled and content with yourself and who you are has little to do with who you are. What you are your status in life, or even the things you possess. However, it has more to do with the contentment that you can find in a personal encounter with the Lord. People go looking for fulfillment, fulfillment externally. We look for a sense of purpose in the things that are temporary. We look for it from the outside. Listen. It doesn't come from outside. It comes from the inside. Those who look for a sense of fulfillment from the external come up empty every time. That's why things don't go right in your lives because you you're looking for something that's gonna fulfill you for the moment. People often go to extreme measures to get what they want. They do whatever they need to do to find purpose and meaning in their lives. Do you have purpose and meaning in your life? I do. I hope that you do. If not, I hope that you find it. What we think will bring us fulfillment compared to the things that truly do are often two things. In Colossians 2 and 10, it tells us that we are complete in Him to read the full scripture in whom and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principalities and power so the question would be what does this mean many of us may not know what it means but it means that everything we need is in him we are thoroughly provided for through the finished work of Christ on the cross. We will never face a challenge or a difficult situation in life for which he has not provided. Do you believe that? As Christians, we should believe that. Why is it so important that we are fulfilled? There are several reasons, but just let me name just a couple of them. The first one would be because we are created in the likeness and image of our Heavenly Father. He made us with a purpose. He made us to be fulfilled. He never intended for us to just drift through life without meaning. We have said in our hearts, I will live my life my way. I will live my life on my own terms. But if we will never But we will never be fulfilled in life until we have made him the Lord and Savior of our lives. Why do you think that some of us feel unfulfilled? Hmm. You know, we discover that our greatest needs are security, identity, acceptance, and purpose. We learn that the first step towards true fulfillment is recognizing that God placed our deepest needs in us to draw us into a relationship with him. We commonly make the mistake of anticipating that our husband or something or someone else will fulfill us when in reality only God can meet our needs. No person is capable of bringing completion to another. Humans cannot possibly fill this God-sized void within us. If we feel unfulfilled, it is because we have not fully grasped our ultimate purpose for living, to know and please God. So the question is, why were we created? Good evening and welcome to the show. Carla, would you like to tell me who you are? Good evening. Okay. This is Amy. <coughs> hi, Amy. Um, hey, so hi, tonight hi. I'm finding yourself. I'm good. So tonight we will be discussing finding fulfillment in God. So the question that I put out there on the floor is, Why were we created? In Revelation 4 and 11 In the King James Version tells us Thou art worthy, O Lord To receive glory and honor and power For thou hast created all things And for thy pleasure They are and were created So with this being said We were created by God and for God now allow the last part of this verse in Revelation to take residence in your heart we were created for his pleasure we may then immediately want to ask the question or ourselves how can we bring pleasure to God so the question is why were we created? Amy, can you answer you, that? This for anybody? Yeah. Um, the, the clear answer is What? why are we created? Um, as you stated, to follow his pleasure. Amen. Uh-huh. Amy, you have anything you would like to add? Um, I'm going to say we were created in his image to be like him and show love to each other. Amen. So to follow up with that question, how can we bring pleasure to God? By doing his will. By, by living uh, by the way the Bible tells us Not, um, being, you know, treating people unfairly, maybe try to treat everybody like they're supposed to treat them. Treat everybody right. Not judge people. Not talk about them. Amen. And okay. show love and unity and together. Amen. Iris, right, so you have something you'd like to say? Um, yes, I do. I would say um, by following his word, his truth, his belief, um, so we can become better as one, equal. Amen. Okay, listen, we can learn about this concept of pleasing God from the life of someone who pleased God, which was Enoch. Look at the scripture um, It doesn't provide much information On the life of Enos But what we learn Can help us understand What brings God's pleasure In Hebrews eleven five through 6 It states that It was by faith That Enos was taken up to heaven Without dying He disappeared Because God took him for behold, he was taken up. He was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And that was Hebrews 11, chapters 5 through 6. We also find out more about in, by looking back to Genesis Um, chapter 5 21 and 24 when Enoch was 65 years old he became a father Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years and he had enough other sons and daughters Enoch lived 365 years walking in close fellowship in God how many of us today will walk in close fellowship with God I will, because he's a miracle worker. Mm. So what pleases God? Believing he exists, sincerely seeking him, and continuing to seek him as we enjoy close fellowship with him. Do you think that God rewards us? Amen. I'm sorry, say it again, sorry. I was just coming inside, I'm sorry. Do you think that God rewards us? Yes. 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 I think he, he rewards us, yeah, every day with life. Uh, showing us the way we need to be, how we should be treating treating each other, how we should, you know, live and live every day. Yeah, I think he rewards us a lot. Yeah, if we I are, agree with Amy because he wakes up. He wakes us up every morning, so he is rewarded. That's right. So a lot of people don't, can't first wake up. Some people can't walk. Some people can't go to work. So he, oh yes. Yeah. If we are seeking him, where do you think it would lead us? Okay, so heaven. I say, to a righteous, fruitful, and fulfilling life. Amen. Listen, we were created to be in close fellowship with our Creator. Knowing why we were created helps us to understand we are not complete until we have entered into a relationship with Him. So, how should I... Pursuit of God change When we understand that we were created For a relationship with him And that seeks Him pleases Pleases him Let me read that again How should our pursuit of God Change When we understand That we were created for a relationship With him And that seeking him Pleases him Anybody? I'm going to say if we know better, we should do better. And he's showing us a way to be better. He's showing us what we got to do. He's already showed us and told us. We just refuse. to, Not necessarily refuse. I'm going to say we just, uh, what's the word I want to use? We bust the system. We, we want to do our way and not his way. Amen. Why do you think we have human needs? Anybody? Why do you think we have human needs? Or why do you think we have security? Why identity? Why acceptance? And why purpose? Because they all relate back to being fulfilled, to finding fulfillment in God. It is our greatest need. Those are our greatest needs. Security, identity, acceptance, purpose, those are all part of having human needs. How can a relationship with God bring fulfillment? Amen. I'm saying bring fulfillment because we're Mm -hmm. living His will. Living by the will of God. We learn to uh, be there for each other. We learn to love each other. Um... We interact together. It teaches us how we need to behave. Because you already know right right from wrong. You need to follow the path of God. And do what it says in the Bible. Listen. King David described a man after God's own heart. Wrote Psalm 63. This psalm is a beautiful illustration of finding fulfillment in our relationship with God. Psalm 63 reads, O oh God, you are my God. I earnestly searched for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you. In this partial and weary land where there is no water, I have seen you in your sanctuary and gaze upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you, meditate on you through the night. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. I've read to you Psalm 63, verses 1 through 8. So, we find in verse 1, the desire for God. The relationship we find with God will be in verses 4, 6 through 8 as well. Fulfillment in life will be in verse 3 and 5. So how can a relationship with God be fulfilled, bring fulfillment? Okay, you said, how can a relationship regard bring fulfillment? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would honestly say by living up to his word. Amen. Amen. How have you just found... Read, just following the Bible. Just following the Bible, doing what he says. Don't be disobedient. That's right. Yeah. And by and by being disobedient, what does that bring to us? Does it bring any um circum, circumstances? Uh do, does he find favor on us yes, when we're disobedient? I'm sorry. I did. Listening to the devil. Hm. Yeah. How have you found your desire for God and your relationship with him to be fulfilling as you have gotten older, Iris? Do you desire God more? Um do you desire to um get, to expound more in his word? Um, I would say desire for God because over the years, yes, it has, you get to learn more and more about, you know, God, and it helps you, it helps you grow, like learn the word more and more. Amen. Do you think by uh your um, what you've gone through that you can take somebody else that's gone through similar situations and and tell them how to to be fulfilled in God how to change their life to be more fulfilling? Yes, I do. I do it every day. How do you do it? Um, like giving testimonies what I've been through, and mm-hmm. how I overcame them by living by the word of God. Yes, because I find that once you step out and you you tell your testimony. Then they may be, they may have been uh, shame or shy to say what they. That brings them out to be outwardly um, talking outwardly about what they have gone through in life. How can you do? What can you do to allow God to meet your deepest needs this week? What can you do to allow God to meet your deepest needs this week? What you think, God? Amen. You say, what can we do to allow God say the last word. to meet our deepest needs this week? Pray. Have faith. Be faithful. Amen. Amen. only thing God I say is, God, I thank you. Every day. That's right. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You you know that um, there are a deep desire for God with relationships with God and fulfillment in life. As individuals, you know, we should desire God more. Yearn for what he has um, spoken about in his word. And we should develop a better relationship with God. Sit down and talk to God more than what we, we normally do. I would say we should give him at least 30 minutes a day of your time you know praying like right now um reverend williams said we go into prayer each day from seven at seven a.m and at seven p.m you know just thanking god for what he has done in our lives you know because most people don't thank god they just get up and think that they woke themselves up. God gave us breath in our bodies, you know, to get up, to go on and complete that day. You know, without him giving us that breath or that angel touching us, we wouldn't be here. So we just need to develop a better relationship with God, you know. It brings us to the point of divine fulfillment. In Second Peter 3 and 9, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness instead he is patient with you not wanting anyone to perish but everyone to come to repentance this verse speaks of christ's second coming however god also promises here that he is a promise keeping god do you think There is going to be a divine fulfillment of every promise of God. Divine fulfillment means accomplishment, perfection, bring to pass, complete completion, performance, or consumption of a promise by the promise maker or keeper. The God of hope is both a promise maker and keeper, and he is more than able to bring every promise to come to pass in our life. God is never a liar. So the question is, do you think that God is a promise keeper and maker, or do you think that he is a liar? Welcome to the show. i Dr. Problem. Kim, the promise, I'm sorry, who was that talking? Go ahead. Oh, I just said I I think he's a promise keeper. Life giver promise keeper. So do you think that he's a promise keeper and a maker or just the promise keeper? Promise keeper and a maker. Do you think he is a liar? No, he doesn't lie. We lie. We turn around and make it a lie. (laughs) All right now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Iris what you think about that do you think that God is a promise keeper and maker or do you think that he is a he's liar a, he's a promise keeper a maker a healer he's everything to me say that and he's Man. not a liar cause he won't put nothing on you that he won't put we we'll take you baby <laughs> Amen. Okay, because the God of hope is both a promise keeper and a maker. You know, in Numbers twenty-three and nineteen, it tells you that God is not human; that he should li- he should lie, not a human being; that he should change his mind. So, does he speak his mind? Does he speak his mind and not act? This he promised and not fulfilled. Dr. Kemp, welcome to the show.
4: Well welcome, um, God bless you. I was just laughing about you say, do God change. He, God does the word is he does not relent. And I was listening when you guys were talking about Enoch, the term is Enoch walked with God. Enoch had a lifestyle of living by the word of God. And he didn't saw death. Only two people in the Bible didn't see death. That was Enoch and Elijah. Elijah was translated to heaven, uh, you know, uh, 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 what, uh, a chariot of fire and a whirlwind. And Enoch just walked and disappeared and went to heaven. Yeah. And uh, God don't make mistakes. And God don't lie, God is holy; He's the only person that's holy, so he don't he he don't lie. everything that he have is, is unchangeable on it's, um, it's un- his immutability he it, it don't change his word is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The Bible declare heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot of his word will change and and um but the thing that we could do most of, anything that of all, at least most of all, is just to live by his word. You know, um, it's not what mom or dad or anyone else did. It's what type of relationship we have with God. You know, I, I uh, was listening as you were talking about in <clears throat> Hebrews, that eleven chapter while it was talking about all these individuals that were saved by faith. And they were Old Testament saints, see because Jesus had not come, so they had to have faith in Yahweh, and that they were saved through their faith. Now, I will saved through our faith and our belief in Jesus Christ, you know being the Son of God, so uh it's just a little different when um the writer of Hebrew was writing to let us know about that, how the Old Testament saints were saved. And I think it's in that 12 uh, chapter, it talks about running a race, and it talks about how the great cloud of witness, which is the Old Testament saints, watch us as we go through our ups and downs, the vicissitudes of life, the ups and downs, the good and bad, and how we go through it and keep our faith in God. And through no matter what we go through, we have to learn to keep our faith in God and and just be faithful to the end. So I, I was just admiring the answers that you guys were giving, and uh, I was able to tune in a little bit after 730, I think it was, because that's when we got out of Bible study that night. I always try to tune in after Bible study and make sure I hear these powerful ladies, as you give your opinion on different things, and I'm glad that um, you guys use the Word of God and use the lifestyle of God that those who are listening could draw closer to God. Because the Bible says, if we draw nigh unto God, mean drawing close to Him, He'll draw nigh unto us. He'll draw close to us. But the thing about it is, we have to accept Him and draw close to Him first. Amen.
2: Man, So why you, you know. Go ahead. Excuse me. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: No, I, I was. I thought you had said something. I was asking something.
2: Oh, I was about to ask you a question.
4: Okay, go ahead.
2: so, so in finding fulfillment in God, why do we sometimes feel unfulfilled?
4: Okay, oftentimes what what happens is the fulfillments of God doesn't meet what we have. The things that are materialistic are things that we think are fulfilling to us. but the things of God are different. See God don't look at life the way we look at life. We look at the God from a total different perspective. and the things like we look at the word prosper. And if you look up the definition In a Bible edition It'd be happy, successful Having enough, being content But we think Everything is about money And it's not When he said that When he said about prosper and being in good health He was talking to a guy named Gaius If you read the whole thing And Gaius was sickly But what we are doing and, um also to We're asking God to move things That he's not going to move out of our lives We're asking him to do things He's not going to do You know Paul Prayed He prayed over and over For to remove the thorn out of his flesh But he learned that God Wasn't going to do it uh, And he learned that God's grace is sufficient That God do allow us To face uh, different turmoil Than life and we may not understand why he allowed it to happen. I know different things that I've had to face in my life that uh, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Um, but I, I never really got the answer to why he allowed me to go through it. I mean, um, it, it's a pretty tough situation. But he allowed me to go through it, and the only thing I could think I grew from in uh I got an understanding. I could better, I guess I could better minister in certain ways by going through it. That's the only thing I could come up with. But we have to just, like, walk by faith, trust God, everything that we want, because I, I, I'm a firm believer he's a yes God, he's a no God, and he's a God that sometimes tell us to wait. Not one prophet got everything that they wanted. Now one disciple got everything that he wanted, our apostle, but they continued to serve God. For some reason, we think God is like a fast food restaurant. You you name it, claiming He's gonna do do all these things, and that's not what God is. God has it. God has something for you, and uh, God God, if we have to understand in life. That God God Everything is foreordained Predestination God already know, uh What he's going to allow you to have What you're not going to have Things have been preordained And we ought to be content In the situation that we're in I'm a firm believer That you shoot for Mars And try your best To get to Mars But if you make it to the cloud And that's what God allow you to get you be like like Paul. His grace is sufficient, you know, because you made it where he wanted you to go. So that's the way I pretty much look at life. I I know that certain things that God may not uh, want me to have. He said He'll give it everything to us according to His riches, not what we want. It's say His riches. And glory. we could make up lines all we want to, but it's it's according to His riches. God bless you, God.
2: Thank you. So, Iris, I was just saying, do you have a purpose and meaning in your life? If so, would you like to share? Do you have purpose and meaning in your life? And if so, would you like to share it? My purpose in life is to, to keep God in my life, to follow, to study His Word. Amen. So I won't be lost in the world. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What about you, Amy? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, it gives me a sense of direction. Um Helps me to go, you know, make the right decisions as far as in life, different things, you know. Helps me with goals. Um, He gives it meaning. What you think about that, Dr. Kemp?
4: Okay. Our sole purpose of creation Mm -hmm. was to Give praise and honor God. We were created to honor God. We are the we are the crown. Uh, we are just the epitome of His creation. He created us in His image, and He created us above every every creature He created. We're the crown of His creation. He made us stewards of the world. He gave us He gave us to be. Oh, the fish of the sea, the fowl over there, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. We're here to show love, compassion, and goodness throughout the world. And we're here to show God's goodness through our life that we live. We're to learn the word of God because you can't live by some rules and regulation that you do not know. Um, I'm here to try to... One of the greatest things you can do is it be evangelist, evangelized, meaning trying to save lost souls, to save a dying, a sin-sick and dying world, and let them know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life. My purpose in life is to do those things, but at the same time, enjoy it in a nice, clean manner.
2: Amen. You know, our God is an on-time God. Situations that surround us and consume us may seem contrary, but God's word will never fail. You know, some of the promises that God gives to you or gave to you may seem to have been delayed, but God wants you to know he is not slow. Sometimes those things that we ask God for We want them right then, at that present moment, at that present time. But sometimes the things that we ask for, God don't don't want us to have them. Or it's not his timing for us to have them. You want them in your timing, whereas you don't give, let him be in his timing to give them to you, I should say. So, my next question would be, how do you find divine fulfillment? Does anyone know how do we find divine fulfillment? I say ask for forgiveness of our sins. Um, Promise to fulfill our vows to God. Pray for, right, fulfill- Pray for divine Pray for divine fulfillment of our promises, and ask for divine visitation on on every pending situation. Does anybody have anything else they would like to add to that? Um. Yes, I will. Um. I think there was um at revival when they was like if you need to know anything your bible will be your dictionary mm-hmm. if you're going through a name go to the bible and yeah that was a revival because mm-hmm. he was telling us about what each letter uh basic instructions before leaving earth that's Wait. what the bible stands for Yes, that was, that's what Reverend Williams was telling us you know <laughs> Yes,
4: yes, yes Anybody else have anything they would like to add? I'll I, I just you. want to say I agree with what was said That uh, we'll find divine fulfillment in You know, accomplishing the things that God has set out for us And uh, I uh, think that as we uh, live by the word of God, that we're fulfilling that which he created us to be and to do. And I I see divine fulfillment in that. And just just being who he wants me to be and living up to his expectations of myself. Amen. You know,
2: each day we should ask, God to forgive us for our sins both known and unknown. Because we may have sinned against someone and don't even know that we've sinned against them. But deep down inside you know, you have that what they say, that uh, fifth sense or that sixth sense because God gave you five senses. That sixth sense is where you know in the pit of your that you've done something against someone so therefore you have to ask for forgiveness of your sins every day you know you have a promise to fulfill all your vows to god although we fall short you know we we may say lord i'm gonna do this I, i we gonna do this i promise i'm gonna read my bible But then you don't read that Bible. But you have to ask God to forgive you because that was a vow that you made to him that you would read his word. Yes. You know, growing up in the church, I always knew that God had a plan for my life. But I struggled with doubt and interaction because I wasn't sure of God's purpose for me. And I'm still trying to figure it out. It's hard. But on a daily basis, I ask my my prayer is, Lord, show me the plan that you have for my life. And just this year, I think that I have been on a different path. Uh, I've been walking on this path or this journey with the Lord and he has turned my life around and um, I have taken on plenty hat that 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 I'm wearing I have a lot of things that I'm trying to or I should say we have a lot of things that we're trying to get up and going but you know sometimes the devil Ooh, that, uh, what they say, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Sometimes I be sitting there thinking, Lord, I can't do this. What am I doing? I can't do this. I'm sitting up there fooling myself if I think I can do this. But all this to say, you have to trust in the Lord, you know. But anyway, have you asked yourself what if? I'm heading in the wrong direction. How do you how do I know? I'm in God's will. Have any one of you asked those questions? What if I'm heading in the wrong direction? And if so, if you're heading in the wrong direction, what do you think you need to do to get back in the right direction? Amen. Well, yeah, I've asked myself that, but um, I'm going to say I answer that question and say, Lord, help me. Lord, I'm praying that you tell me where I need to go, put it on me, and show me what I need to do so I can continue on in the right direction if I'm going wrong. Amen. How do you know um, that you're in God's will? Because he wake you up every day, every morning. That's how you know you're in God's will. That's true. Yeah. Iris, have you asked yourself the question, what if I'm heading in the wrong direction? And if you are heading in the wrong direction, what is it, Lord, that I need to do to, to get back on the right path or on the right direction? What I will do is I will open my Bible and pray for the Lord to keep me on the right path, in the right direction of his will. Amen. 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 Dr. Kent, would you like to say something on that?
4: yes uh if when I want to know if I'm living within his will i uh, I truly have to know that I'm living by the word of God and proverbs three five and six tell us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding, but in all that ways acknowledge him, and He shall direct our path and we the, the way I know I'm in his will. Man, I know he's amazing, uh Because I'm walking The way he would have me to go Some say walk circumspect Meaning walking upright I mean, Walking upright Means to be walking in the way Of God So we thank God
2: Amen You know Um But once we finally start to understand his love and faithfulness, we can learn that he is working to accomplish his purpose in our lives. The pressure is off because it's his plan. Our role is simply to trust him and to allow him to work in our lives. We should look at Psalm 138 and 8 that show we can trust God to fulfill his purpose. The first thing we should take away from Psalms 138 and 8 is the simple truth that God has a purpose. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. God is orchestrating the events in our lives according to his good plan. In fact, even before we were born, he knew all the days of our lives. Your eyes saw me before I was put together. And all the days of my life were written in your book before any of them came to be. Psalms 139 and 16. God has a purpose for us that reaches beyond what we can imagine. Even if we dream up great things we can do in our life, his purpose is greater. That's because it's his purpose, not ours that will be accomplished. His purpose is bigger than ours and it will stand firm no matter what happens to us. So with all that say, being said, it's not our purpose. It's God's purpose that he has for our life. The, the oh, Lord will his purpose for us. But there's a time and a place for everything. We have now reached the top of the hour. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to open up the phone line. So if you have any comments, questions, or just want to give God some praise, give us a call at 858
0: it's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high, noble character as detailed in scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash radio
3: break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. chain. There is power in the name of Jesus.
5: Come on, use it, Clarence.
3: There is power. There is power in the name of
5: Jesus. We name know where it is to, to break,
3: break, every break, chain. Every chain. break
5: every, chain. break every chain. Come on, fetch Break every, break every chain. Break
3: every chain. Break every chain. Break every
5: chain.
3: There's an arm. Oh
1: Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org.
2: Tonight's show has been sponsored by the Williams Group and JDR Enterprises. Welcome back to the P31 Ladies Night, where we have talked about finding fulfillment in God. Ladies, you can give your final comments or remarks. The floor is now open. Amy, Iris. Okay, I'm gonna say my final comment. Um, pray about everything. Trust God and have faith. If you lacking with faith, pray about it. Get with somebody that you know is a godly person. Get some advice for them or talk to them. Just have somebody to talk to and just trust in the Lord. Those are my final comments. Amen. Iris. Amen. Give you Amen. Iris, do you have any final comments you would like to add? If not, Dr. Kemp, would you like to add your final comment?
4: Well, my final comment would be just trust God, live by his holy word, and do not not, uh, allow anything to distract you from being a part of kingdom building. I would listen at that by breaking every chain. All the chains can be broken from you. All the bondages and everything can be lifted. But we have to stay focused on God. Let us continue to be ever-present and focus on God and everything that we say and do. And there's always people that God will put in your life that you can lean on and they can help you through whatever you do. God uh, works through people, places, and things. It may be something written. It may be something said. It may be some place you visit or do something that could help you throughout life. God bless you. God bless you. Um,
2: Sister Iris, you have anything you would like to add? Any comments? Oh no, I don't. Okay. Not at this time. Okay. Now we will have our little-known Black History fact and our wellness check. Our little-known Black History fact is Bass Reeves. The story of Bass Reeves and the legend that he is the inspiration for the Long Ranger. Reeves was born into slavery in July 1838 in Crawford County, Arkansas. He and his family were owned by state senators, legislators, who later moved to Grayson County, Texas. (coughs) The owner's son, possibly owned Reed, would allegedly beat him the son after a card game and escaped into the Indian Territory where he learned the languages of the Cherokee, Seminole, and Creek Indian tribes. Several attempts were made on his life and marshals often lost their lives in the territory in their fight to clamp down on criminal activity. Reeves was a legendary crime fighter who reportedly shot dead 14 people in self-defense, although some account numbers may have been higher. By his own account, Reeves arrested over 3,000 people. The Long Ranger connection has been a persistent rumor of the year, but no historical evidence of this fact exists. He passed at the age of 71 due to Bright Bright disease in 1910. This has been our little-known black history fact, Bass Reeves. Our wellness check make the most of your medication plan to help you better manage your diabetes and heart health your doctor may prescribe medication talk to your doctor about your treatment plan then stick to it a solid medication regimen in combination with a healthy diet and exercise can help reduce your risk of heart disease and stroke also remember to drink your eight glasses of water each day that is equivalent to 64 ounces a day that has been your wellness check Sister Amy can you pray us out tonight please most gracious and heavenly father we come before you this night Hello. I ask that you watch over us and keep us safe from harm and from spiritual attacks while we sleep father god i ask that you dispatch your angels from the north south east and west to protect us and watch over us while we sleep we also mm-hmm. ask for a head protection to be extended up around us father god yes, we so thank much. you for your grace and your mercy and we also thank, thank you. you for the breath in our bodies. All these many blessings we're asking in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our show tonight on finding fulfillment in God. I hope something was said that shed some light on you and broke chains. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night, the Men of Valor, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, here on Breaking Chains Ministries on YET Radio. Tonight's show has been sponsored by the Williams Group and Jade Ari Enterprises. Always remember, change is better and possible, but learn self-love and the fulfillment in God. Be blessed. Until next time, good night. We love you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Good night. Amen.
3: you it all The good, bad, the ugly, great and small The times of victory and when I fall I'm so grateful that I'm still standing tall I thank you for my tears The pain helped me overcome my fears You've been good to me down throughout the years it's a miracle And I'm still standing here oh,
6: of our lives, we all at some time or another have heard someone say, patience is a virtue. Because the devil will use any ploy to toy with our joy, quite often when we find ourselves in a quicksand pool of despair, we often forget that Jesus is always there and everything will work out fine in his time. chapter 3. And if you're to know the mind of God, you will know about things happening only in his time. Then and only then will you be able to say, Lord, please show me every day as you teach. That you do just what you say
0: Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies on YAT Radio, where each week we discuss the importance of female self-esteem, self-identity, and noble character. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence.
1: Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Younger Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Younger Adults Talk family.